0: I want to start doing more book reviews on this show. And I'm trying to figure out exactly how you all want me to do it. In the past, I've announced titles ahead of time to give people a chance to read them and get ready for discussion about them, sending questions. And I actually didn't expect to be talking about this one on the show because it just looked like a little bit of fun. And I really want to talk about it. So... Let me know how you would like to do book reviews in future on Project Shadow. But as for today, we will be talking about Andrea Vernon and the Corporation for Ultra Human Protection. Because it's a wild ride. Hello, everyone. How are you doing today? My name is Charlie. You might know me better as Sci-Fi Fantasy Writer C.E. Dorset. And today, yes, we're going to be talking about Andrea Vernon and the Corporation for Ultra Human Protection. Because we we recently went through this book, and I really liked it. It's by Alexander C. Kane, and we did the audiobook, which is why we ended up doing it, which is read by Bonnie Turpin and red is 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 performed by it is it brought to life by bonnie turpin who is phenomenal so as always with reviews on this show we are going to be t- discussing the book without um spoilers as much as possible and then going into spoilers for a portion of the review now like i said I am not 100% sure how you would like to do this in future. Please do let me know. I will say that this is the first book in the Andrea Vernon series. The second book is already out, Andrea Vernon and the Superhero Industrial Complex, which we are planning on reading. Well, technically listening to because Bonnie Turpin is amazing. So if you find this interesting and you read this book, You might want to read the second one too, because I will eventually probably be talking about it on this show in the future. I don't like schedule. See, this is the problem. I'm not a big fan of scheduling because there's actually a lot of books that I'm trying to read right now, so I'm not not 100% sure when I'm going to get around to it, but I will definitely get around to it. All right. That's a lot of preamble. I'm sorry. So... (laughs) Andrea Vernon and the Corporation for Ultra Human Protection is hmm, a very different kind of story. It's... oh What was the name of that show? Was it like Supers or something? Um, the, it was on TV for like a brief period of time, which was all the people that worked in the corporation that ran the superheroes. And it was run by Bruce Wayne's cousin, who had an inferiority complex. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it was an interesting show. I think it was called Superpowered, I think. This is kind of like that, except for the way that could or should have been. Andrea Vernon is the personal assistant of Miss O, and Miss O is the office manager for the Corporation for Ultra Human Protection. CUP. Cup is a private firm that employs superheroes for the protection of various cities and locales, because the government, in its infinite wisdom, has decided to privatize superheroing. This is the premise of the book, and it is so delightfully entertaining And I I don't live in New York and I haven't been to New York City in a very long time, but I've heard from quite a few people that its depiction of New York is fairly good for like the name drops and whatnot in it. I do like the flavor that it gives. Now, the biggest thing about this book that attracted me to it is I, as you know, I'm kind of in this infinite quest right now for bizarre silliness. And this looked just silly to me. And it was, if I'm to be quite honest, the free selection of, from the audible originals, because we are audible members, we get to pick two free books every month. This was on the list of free books and I thought it looked funny and got it. And I'm so glad that I did because honestly, I probably would not have listened to it otherwise. And that's a flaw in me. One, I don't think the uh, back matter is particularly well-written for this. If I may quote the site, Think superheroes are tough? Try having one for a boss or co-worker. I'm going to stop there. Yeah, it, it. I see what they're trying to do, but it, just, it just doesn't excite me. It doesn't really... Give me a sense of what's going on here, especially the whole portion about her struggling, her juggling a fledgling romance with a giant lumberjack. Yes, the big axe is technically a a, a giant lumberjack, but the big axe is so much more. It's kind of like golden space puppy. I mean, it's just, there's so much more in this book. I think they should have tried to make the back cover funny if possible to, to hint at the the sheer amount of humor. I have not laughed this hard reading a book in quite some time. The characters are hilarious. Um, Rabbi diamond is an interesting character in his own right. I have to say, uh, (laughs) i'm sorry i'm gonna try not to just keep breaking up laughing laughing while talking about this book because there, there's so there, there's, there's so many things that were just too hilariously funny but uh um professor will actually may be for me the runaway star of this book uh, his relationship with kayla Uh, don't get me wrong andrea and the big axe and everything going on with them is entertaining and i really like it and they were the right choice for the main story in the book but oh my goodness professor Well, actually and um kayla they they steal the show for me in so many ways and i enjoyed them very much professor well actually's superpower is is that he cannot resist correcting people when they say something wrong and so if you can phrase a statement just right he will spontaneously know how to correct you and yes professor well actually begins all of his superpower uses begin with well actually which causes his beard to start growing because of course he has a beard and he starts like hovering on the over the ground the more well actually he does. And I, 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 I think it's because if I had a superpower, that would probably be it. Because people get really annoyed with me because when I'm in a bad mood, I, I become a Professor Well Actually. And I, I like seeing it as a superhero, a superpower, rather than a, a personal character flaw that I have to work very hard to control. But yeah, his relationship with Kayla is really interesting. So this book has a little bit of everything. Yes, there's superheroes and superheroics and a lot of politics and drama and romance and just humor, everything that you would want in this kind of a story. I I don't know if it would translate to film in any way, shape or form. I mean, Bonnie Turpin does such a good job bringing all of these characters to life but I think what makes it funny is imagining things, because, like, the glory, oh, the glorious space puppy. The space puppy is funny because I can't, I don't see it, so I have to imagine it, and the argument over whether it's a space puppy, a space rat, or a space otter. I find really funny because as they're arguing, I get to create this amalgam creature in my head that makes the joke really, really funny. And I don't know if it would have been humorous if I saw it, you know what I'm saying? Like You'd have to work really hard to create an image that could be seen in either one of those three ways and not definitively one or the other. So I, I don't know that this is a story that would work visually. And a lot of the gags, I don't know if they would work visually, but as an audio play performed beautifully by Bonnie Turpin, they do work well. And as something that you can just let your imagination run away with, it's perfect. It's perfection. So I highly recommend this book if you are not easily offended. And by that, I, I, I don't mean that there really aren't any major off-color jokes in here. There is some blue language which I've come to expect in most adult novels nowadays. And it's definitely not a book that I would sit my children down to listen to. It's not that kind of a superhero story. There is sex in the book as well as violence. So, you know, bear bear all that in mind, but it it I found it extremely entertaining. And I hope you will as well. Well, I don't want to get too much into spoilers on this book because it, it, there is a plot. There is a plot, but so much of it is like classic sitcom, but with superhero stuff. That I some some of the things that I would probably want to talk about would um, ruin the joke or not make sense if you're not in on the joke. So bear all that in mind. Having said that, this is the portion of the show where you will be at risk of finding out spoilers about Andrea Vernon and the Corporation for Ultrahuman Protection. So if you have not read this book yet and you do not want to be spoiled about anything, go read it or better yet, listen to it, go listen to it on audible. This is not a paid thingy. I I do feel like I have to say that we got it for free as part of our membership that we pay for, but they they are not sponsoring this in any way, shape or form. It's just a very entertaining book. And if you sign up right now, it's the, it's one of the free books of the month. So you can get that in addition to whatever, um, if, if you're new. Um, but yeah, spoilers will be incoming. In five, four, three, two, one. You have been warned, haven't you? Okay, so I think for me, the thing that makes this funny and in a way that is is just unreal for me is how much I identify with Andrea. Not just because of the way she's written, but she reminds me of a uh, younger version of me. Doesn't want to fall in love. Doesn't want to to be tied down by relationships, but doesn't mind the odd um, physical distraction for dopamine release and ends up meeting somebody who is so not her type. So not the kind of person that she normally dates that she knows is a bad idea she knows like the moment she realizes uh oh I'm starting to get a bit of a tingle for for the big axe she she knows she shouldn't do it but she does it anyway and the way the relationship grows and develops is is charming. I, I like how it becomes kind of an internal polyamory in that she kind of has a thing for both the big axe and his alter ego and she knows that they're the same person. And they agree that she basically gets to see both of them to spice her life up. I, I, I don't know why I find that so much fun, but it starts bringing up all kinds of questions that just make me laugh. Like, is that technically polyamory? Because they are technically the same person, though not exactly the same person because of the powers that the Big Axe gains when he becomes the Big Axe. Like, physically, they're very different people, even though they inhabit the same body. And at least what little personality we find out about, they, they do seem to have slightly different personalities, at least in that the Big Axe puts on this wonderful character that always refers to himself in the third person and is just hilarious. It brings up a lot of questions that I find really humorous to entertain. Um, Miss O is an intriguing boss that I'm assuming we're going to find out more about in the future books. The, the corporation is run. The board of directors are telepaths who never meet with people in person with the exception of Miss O and as such only, only um, converse with the employees through their dreams which is hilarious, um I like andrea's <laughs> Andrea's uh oh, interview where Misso wants to see if the board are like her, so they basically go out they the board possess a caricature artist who talks to Andrea while simultaneously making a caricature of her and miss o and that that actually has a wonderful payoff at the end of the book where miss o actually hangs it up in her spartan office the, the this texan boss with in this new in, in these new york settings surrounded by a, and i i i don't know how, there, how else to say it other than rainbow coalition super friends Group, you know, with Mistress Fuente and just everybody that's there, that just, uh, oh my goodness, I, I, for anybody who, uh, this is an old reference, I don't know if anybody played the or remembers the game Freedom Force. Uh, it came out a long, long time ago. That would have been probably 20 years ago, maybe. Um, See, I was still living in Oakland when it came out. So yeah, that would have been before 2004. Um, So it came out quite a while ago. The, The game is basically you get to play as Minuteman and a bunch of other superheroes, and they're very comedically over the top, as are all the scenarios in it. The superheroes in this book really remind me of that style of superhero. I mean, they you could put this story in the 1960s Adam West Batman and they would fit right in. Everyone is a high contrast technicolor over the top caricature of a human being or a superhero or an alien that is glorious. And the, the, the invasion that they have to fight off at the end has all of the elements of that kind of Mars attacks hilarity that just makes the entire story work from beginning to end in a way that I really didn't expect it to. Like I thought I might get a couple of laughs out of it, but the fact that the humor the humor really ties this whole thing together from Andrea and her family and the fact that you actually spend so little time with the superhero stuff, yet you feel like you got enough of it is a just testament to how well-structured this book is, because we do get to see various superheroes performing superheroically in various uh, circumstances throughout the story of the book, as well as several supervillains and a couple of superheroes who do bad things because their corporation tells them to. And the fact that it works, but doesn't take over or dominate the storyline. And the vast majority of the storyline stays focused on just this personal assistant learning how her boss likes to have her coffee and exactly what to get for snacks in the snack room and how to do lunch properly especially because she's contractually obligated to never ask questions. So she just has to roll with it. And there's this wonderful sequence in the book where she's trying to figure out the jargon. Like, what is a William? And <laughs> the, the, the lengths that she has to go through to learn the inter-office jargon is precious and wonderful and I it helped me fall in love with this book. Now, I know I said there were going to be spoiler, spoilers. I haven't really spoiled too much because I'm really trying not to because I don't know how many of you have read this book. It came out in 2017 originally, but it it is thoroughly enjoyable. If you like superheroes at all and you want a different take on them, this is... Probably one of the best alternative takes on superheroes I've read since Brave Men Run um, by Ma- Matthew Wayne Selznick. And it's a very different book to that, but we, we shall see what this series holds. Cause I am excited for book two and I hope it's as good, if not better. And that there will be a book three and that this will be a series that will entertain for a very long time. So yeah. Yeah. That's my feelings about Andrea Vernon and the Corporation for Ultra Human Protection Cup. Yeah. If you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like to hear discussed on the show, down in the show notes, you will find a link to the voice message system. Keep it short, keep it clean. I would love to hear from you on the show. If you'd rather hit me up on social media, I am C. Dorset on both Twitter and Instagram, and you can find links to everything that I do over at ProjectShadow.com, including the new podcast, Ban from Argo you like Star Trek, I'm going to be taking Picard apart week by week on that show. And differently than I did on the um, reviews I did on this podcast. I did episode by episode on this podcast. I'm going character by character on that one. And I've had a really fun time recording those episodes and I hope you like them, but definitely go check that out if you haven't already. Um, If you have a buck you can pass my way, it really would mean a lot to me, and thank you to everybody who does that. In the show notes, you'll find a link to both, both listener support and my Patreon. Again, anything that you could do would be great, but I understand, I really do. If you don't have any money right now, or you don't feel like giving, that's perfectly all right, but if you know anybody that you think might like anything that I do on this show, please share it with them. That helps out more than you could possibly know. Um, yeah, that's about it. I have some weird kooky ideas to work on. Hopefully, maybe even get a little writing done. I think my brain has cleared up enough that I can get a little bit writing done, thanks to this wonderful novel. Until next time, stay well, stay safe, and don't forget to have the fun. Bye.